Next on BYU Sports Nation, 13 days away from fall camp, what do you think you know about this BYU football team? David Nixon knows a lot of things, including how to dress impeccably, but what does he know about the BYU football team and the newest Cougar hoopster, K. John Brown, stops by Studio B. And did Eric Mika play yesterday? And Daniel Summerhays is top 10 at the John Deere Classic. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. It is Friday, baby, and BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is getting scuba certified, so I'm joined by a big fan of MJ, Jason Shepard. Michael Jordan? No. Michael Jackson? No. Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson? No. Um, Matthew James? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I was thinking Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Mary Jane? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Spider-Man. Uh, we did the 12-second or 10-second uh, movie. Yeah, you nailed that yesterday. With, Mike, with two less oh. seconds, you nailed it. Thank you. Uh, very excited about a couple of movies coming out. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Yes, which is out now. Yes. We may need to go see it. Yes. What are you doing after the show? And uh, let's see, Dunkirk. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yes. Christopher Nolan's (laughs) latest and greatest film. And he is my favorite director currently. Steven Spielberg, J.J. Abrams, kind of, yeah, in that category. There's nothing nothing wrong with Christopher Nolan. And I I, I honestly believe his most underrated film, which is brilliant, The Prestige. Yes. Love it. So good. If you've not seen The Prestige, please see it. Do it. Do it now. Well, not now. After the show. Inception? What? BYU 50 is in Delaware today. Very nice. Do, do you know the capital of Delaware? I had to look this up. I um, hi. Starts with a D. We're in Delaware. Wayne's World? Yes. Yeah. Dover. Dover, yes. Dover. I, you didn't give me a chance. I was going to say Dover. Yeah. It's like right out. No, I, was, no, I gave you I one. Po- almost there. I gave you 1.8 seconds. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which is how long it's going to take us to get into today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Eric Mika, man, received another DNP. Did not play in yesterday's Miami Heat win over the L.A. Clippers in the Vegas Summer League. Miami faces Memphis tomorrow, 6 Eastern time. Mika has played in one of the Heat's five games so far in Vegas. It's been a disappointing spell here where Eric Mika is not getting any run in the summer league, yeah, he got he he played significantly more in the Orlando summer league, and then when the team went west to play in the Vegas summer league, it just just hasn't happened for Eric. It's it's a shame because yeah. I mean like we were talking about this yesterday. But if you're going to be you know if you're going to have somebody want to sign you, whether it's the G League, whether it's you know overseas, you got to be on the floor. I think about he'll be fine overseas. The G League is what kind of concerns me now. Yeah, I mean, if you're not getting run in the summer league, that's not good. Yeah, I know. Daniel Summerhays tied for 13th place at the John Deere Classic after shooting five under yesterday. Now he shot five under after round one. Summerhays will tee off. Daniel Summerhays will tee off at 1:20 Eastern time. Also, Zach Blair one under through 14 today. He's even for the tournament. The projected cut, by the way, is one under par. Alohi Robbins-Hardy and the USA Volleyball Collegiate National Team advanced to the finals of the European Global Challenge with two victories yesterday in Croatia. Team USA will face the Mountain West Conference team. (laughs) They go all the way to Croatia. What? Couldn't they have done this in Vegas? In the championship match today at 1 Eastern time. 
And Ashley Hatch and the North Carolina Courage play tomorrow at 1.30 Eastern against the Portland Thorns FC, your team. My team? Well, you're from huh? Portland. All, yeah. You love all things Pacific to, Northwest. Mostly, yeah. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The perception of unknown versus the known. Today, we are one day closer to BYU Football Fall Camp 2017. Year two of Kalani Satake, Tanner Mangum's junior year, Fred Warner's senior year. It is a glorious time of vacations for some and stalling for others until the wonderful fall, with all of its colors and pageantry, yield us another college football season. It was beautiful, by the way. <sighs> Yesterday, we discussed our questions regarding this BYU football team two weeks out from fall camp. We're now 13 days away. So let's discuss what we think we know about the Cougars. Our Twitter question today, what do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team right now? First tweet, at uh, ShamoML17, I absolutely know that I will be there to witness all the excitement. Oh. Hashtag season ticks purchased. Utah, Wisconsin, Boise State at home. Yeah, that's yeah, a pretty impressive home schedule. This is a fun convo because yesterday I was like, well, the unknown, eh, not sure. Uh, what we think we know is always fun, too, because it doesn't always play out that things just continue that way, right? Right. So what we think we know today could be different in three weeks from now when fall camp is a week. Because you will know more right. then. Yes. Or, yeah, and we might know that, oh, this thing I thought I knew isn't actually yeah. what I thought, right? Right now we're going off of the information that we have today. Yes. What we think as of today we know so what do you think you know? For me today, I think I know that the offensive line will be the strength of the offense, mm. which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU returns four starters on the offensive line. Andrew Idy, oh. yeah, four of the five. Andrew Idy is the lone starter that does not return. Funny enough, uh, we ran into his dad yesterday at lunch. Yes, we did. How about that? Yes, we did. So your starters that we we assume, we, we know four, okay? Thomas Schoff, Tooney Knuch, Tijon Karoma, Keon Norman. We, we can project probably maybe Austin Hoyt as the guy that will replace Andrew Eide. Uh, and that would probably be your five starters. Left tackle. Yes. Yeah. Here's, what, here's the reason that I think I know that the offensive line will be the strength of the offense. Not only do you return four of the five starters – but the O-line depth that you have is significant, and it also has a lot of starting experience in your depth. You had guys, whether it's due to injury, just kind of mixing and matching, guys that will be relied on for depth got starting experience last year as well. And if you think about it, the O-line, the transformation that that has gone through in a short period of time is really impressive. You know, And the coaches deserve all the credit for that. Coach Impey has done a, a fantastic job. And let's be honest, a strong O-line can help make up for some of the uncertainties that you may have. And this is one of my questions yesterday is running back production. Yeah. It can help make up some of for the uncertainties of the running backs and any growing pains that Tanner Mangum may have as quarterback. A strong offensive line can help both of those situations out. So for me today... I think I know that the offensive line will be the strength of the offense. I want to be clear that J <clears throat> Jason and I had nothing to do with the headline of that graphic that was just up, the Stonewall Big Uglies. We had nothing to do with that. No, that was not <laughs> us. <laughs> You're all wonderful-looking people. Unless you love it, and then, then, we, and then, then we, we did. did. Then we were the – Yes. Yeah, yeah, then we created that. <laughs> 
the boring <laughs> answer to this question for me is the linebackers. So I'm going to expand it a little more. The whole defense. I think that the whole defense for BYU is going to be yet again good and that they will carry this team. Without known running backs and receivers, we know the O-line. We think we know the O-line is good. We th- think we know Tanner Mangum is going to have a, a quality season. We hope something like the 2015 season, right? right. But without that, I, I think the defense needs to carry BYU. And last year, BYU was awesome. BYU returns all three linebackers, Fred Warner, Butch Powell, Fritz Bernard, three of the four majority starters uh, in the sec- secondary for a total of seven of 11 defensive starters, just one defensive lineman. Do you realize how good this defense was last year? Look at this. Takeaway second in the country. Interception fourth. Defensive touchdowns eighth. Rushing D ninth. Red zone defense tenth. Five top ten rankings statistically scoring defense 14th. That's the most important stat. How many points does the other team score? So top 15 in six different categories. And you return seven starters. I think I know the BYU defense is going to be good again. Who replaces Kainakua? Who replaces the sacks from Cy Tautu and Harvey Long? Those are my questions there. But I think the BYU defense is going to carry this team. You know, not only do the numbers that the defense put up bear what you were talking about and why everybody should be excited, but if you think about it, one of the other things, this coaching staff has an unbelievable track record wherever they have been mm-hmm. of producing really good defenses. And led by... Defensive lineman. Yes. We're not even to that point yet yes. with BYU football. Like, there, there's a bunch of dudes whose names are hard to pronounce. They're learning. They're growing. We'll, we'll, I'm excited to see their development because there's going to be some draft picks from that position group in the next couple of years. Don't you think that if we did this show every year at this time before that we could always say this? Don't you feel like we're getting to the point where fa- it's just like, well, the defense is going to be good. It's almost like it's an afterthought. It's that only the, been one year, so I'm I'm – hesitant to go there no but don't you get that sense that people have that feeling well I mean the defense is just going to be good having a good defense is more important than having a good offense because there are days where the offense isn't clicking the weather's bad somebody gets BYU has never played in a bad weather game yeah never one time ever 2003 three nothing against you but the but the you can carry the defense with you same with hoops right you go on the road you're not having a good shooting night what, what, what carries? Defense and the ability to get to the free throw line, right? Like get to the rim, get fouled, that kind of thing. So I think the defense is going to carry this team. But what do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team right now? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Pask underscore Pask BYU, who's becoming a regular contributor to the program. <laughs> I want an explanation on the Pask underscore Pask. Yeah. Mo Longy is big. You know what? Of all the knowns, <laughs> this is probably number one. This is, you cannot argue this. You cannot, everyone knows how big Mo Longy is. Uh, at, uh, let's see, ER Moore 2014. The receivers are going to be great. Oh, wow. That you know this. Okay. See, I, I hope Ho- for that. Hopeful, yes. Yeah, I don't think I know it. There's not not, not there's, today. Not that they certainly – it's not a talented group. It, yeah, there's, a, there's not a receiver that returns with 350 yards, so the known of that is pretty unknown. But I'm, that, that's why fall camp's going to be fun. I'm excited to see what the running backs and wide receivers kind of do here. At Kiwi Jackman, if it weren't for Tanner Mangum, the odds of a successful season would be much lower. 
The, the, well, the quarterback in college football plays a huge role, right? Now, the Tanner quarterback Mack is kind of important. <laughs> understatement of the century. <laughs> understatement and Molangi is big. Yeah. Uh, Mo- <laughs> that's probably a bigger <laughs> understatement. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would, I would think so. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in. What is the biggest known about the 2017 BYU football team right now? We will ask David Nixon coming up what he thinks as well. We'll get to more of your tweets. Yeah, I, I want to go back to, to the tweet about the receivers. How long do you think it will take? Now, obviously, we're projecting this out. There's no way to know. But how long do you think it will take for us to have a good grasp on the wide receivers? Uh, six games. You think it'll take that long? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, half a season to have a quality evaluation. Because I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to overdo it. Or underdo it. Well, I want to be fair to them. Give them half a right. season. Yeah. Plus, who does BYU play in the first half? You know when all those stats are going to really get racked up? When they play the Mountain West teams, <laughs> four of them in the back six. Yeah. Seven. Well, and that's, I mean, that's just kind of the way that this has gone yeah. as an independent. It's going to be unfair to be like, how'd you do against LSU and Wisconsin? That's who you are. It's like, well, that's the toughest company. But don't you think that, you know, and, and maybe, this is the, maybe this is the blue goggle, you know. Oh, yeah. You're going Cyclops. I love, these play. are my favorite of all the ones Turn we Turn the light on. Is the battery dead? No, I just forgot to turn it on. Oh, there you go. go. Okay. But don't you think that the fact that you get to play those, that it may, I don't know. Reveal how good you are? Well, I'm just saying you you up the competition. Maybe the play, your play is upped. It could be lowered, too. Like, that's the risk in playing good teams. That's the fun. Just trying to be positive here. I'm trying to to be fair. When you play LSU, it's it's a little tougher than playing San Jose State. No, I I completely understand. But I think what you're hoping is that guys will rise to the you challenge. and shine yes. in that moment. Yes, I'd rather warm up to it than just dive into it. But coming up, David Nixon on what he thinks. But first, the newest BYU basketball player, Kajon Brown, on why he picked the Cougars. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We are simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversations happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Also, download the free BYU TV and BYU Radio apps. You can watch live and on-demand content, including this very show, BYU Sports Nation, and BYU Sporting Events. What do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team right now? That is our Twitter question today. At Laser Sheep, I think stopping the other team from scoring is a huge focus. D-line, linebackers are stacked with some very large and angry men. Hashtag grown men. <laughs> that is indeed true. I like it. Especially at a place like this. Yeah. Our next guest is the newest BYU basketball player. He's a JC transfer, and he's ready to do some work at BYU. His name's Kajon Brown, all the way from Louisiana. Kajon, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Great to have you on the show. It's great to have you at BYU. Uh, tell us a little bit about how BYU contacted you or vice versa and how you ended up here. Uh, well, Coach, he, he had um, came in to see one of our players um, when he was at NC State. And I caught his eye and I talked to him after we finished playing. And he asked me what I was going to be doing for next year. So when he got the job here and they was looking for another piece to add to the puzzle. So he called me and see if I was available. Yeah. That's how I got here. What did you know about BYU before uh, he mentioned 
hey, I'm, I'm at BYU now. Uh, it's in Utah. Yeah, I know about it. I knew exactly what it was. I know about it because of Gemma. I know about it because, you know, they always win. They always have a reputation of winning. So I basically, you know, knew about it before he even called me with it. So. And, and Jimmer played in New Orleans in yeah. the Sweet 16. Yeah. He came to you. Yeah. <laughs> so what was what was the big sell on coming here? What 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 were the coaches telling you? And you said, you know what, that's that's the place I want to be. Uh, it was a winning program. I just wanted to be somewhere where we're going to win. You know, you don't want to go nowhere where you're going to lose. So I wanted to be, you know, in a winning environment. And I wanted to um, better myself. And it was all about player development and getting better. So I figured it was the right choice. You, you came from a JC, Lee College. Uh, so describe your – you were at Tulsa before that. Mm-hmm. Um, describe your game. What do, you, what do you do well? What do you like to do on the court? Uh, I slash. I can score. I'm athletic. I can rebound and just bring some toughness to, to the team. I figure I could do that. So that's basically, you know. So how many brothers and sisters do you have? Uh, well, I got brothers on my dad's side and on my mom's side, so – so, yeah, like, 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 I can relate to that. You got like 10 siblings, right? Like there's like yeah. 10 of you like in total. What's it like to be one of 10 kids? Uh, it's pretty cool, you know, never a dull moment. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Always something to do. So you got to be quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to be quick to get dinner. You got to rebound. You got to Yeah, you got to do a lot of stuff. I, I think there's a lot of basketball at the dinner table, right? Yeah. <laughs> it never get boring, though, so that's, that's the good thing. Uh, what's what's practice uh, like right now for you guys? As I think you get two hours a week mm-hmm. as a team, and then some individual stuff. But what's the practice like r- right now? As this group starts to kind of figure out, okay, who who are we? What are we doing? We haven't Heath yeah. Troyer here. What are we doing? Yeah, we right now we just building chemistry and you know learning each other. We um we feel like this is gonna be a, a real exciting year. So we just trying to you know get to figure each other out and see what each other like to do and what each other don't like to chew, do. So. I figure, like, you know, that's just that's a good thing. So building the chemistry is important. So, In, in terms of just when the, when the players are together, what do you guys talk about in terms of this upcoming season? What's, what's the vibe around the players heading into this year? Uh, just being successful. We always talk about doing things, well, things that we can do to win. Everybody just talk about getting in the gym, just being successful in the upcoming season. They don't want it to go like, you know, it did last year. So we, just, we always just talk about winning and get into the NCAA tournament. So that's basically what we just do. We just, you know. What what in practice uh, about the play so far has surprised you in a good way? Uh, surprised me? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Like, is anyone a better shooter than you thought? Like, because there's always, basketball, in sports, there's always pregame judgment, right? Mm-hmm. You look at a guy and you go, all right, he can probably do this, and he can probably do this. He probably can't do this. Who's the guy that you're like, oh, wow, they're way better at something than I thought? Uh, I mean, all of them good. I've been new before I came here that all of them could shoot because I, I, like, you know, paid attention to detail and, you know, studied what they do before I came here. So I, I knew everybody so was a great knew. shooter. Yeah. Okay. So. You do your homework. Yeah, I did my homework on yeah, this one. Very nice. Yeah. When we talk with, since the, the new, um, the Marriott Center Annex, the YMCA, as is, is Jerem likes to call it, uh, has been built. Everybody we talk to says, "Man, I just love it. Any any time, twenty four hours a day. If I want to go in there, I can go in there and play." How much time are you spending in the annex right now? Oh, uh, I'm spending a lot of time in the in the gym. Um, since I'm new here, me and Joshua, we get in the gym a lot, and you know, just work on stuff, and you know, just try to get better every day. So, Joshua's not off to the side watching this right now. But uh, what do you think of him? <laughs> 
Uh, no, no pressure. He's, he's nah, not he, in the room. He's he, not looking at you right now. He's a real good player. I feel he's going to um, bring something to the table that, you know, BYU needs to. So I feel, you know, we could bring something different, some athleticism and, you know, a little more scrappiness. The team already has scrappiness. I don't want to say they don't, but, you know, we could bring a little more. more right? Yeah, always use more and some depth as we need it. So I feel that we bring that to the table. A lot of people are excited about this group uh, because the previous group, there were some really big expectations. There was youth. There were injuries. It wasn't the season that players, coaches, fans kind of wanted. But it feels – I said this yesterday. It kind of feels fresh this mm-hmm. next year, which is exciting. Um, what excites you the most about being involved with this team right now? Uh, I'm just excited to, you know, be a part of this program because I feel like we're, gonna, we're really going to do something special this year. We have uh, a lot of new guys, and we got some vets coming back, and, you know, the new guys going to learn from the vets. And I just feel that, you know, they, this year is going to be a year, like, to remember. So hopefully we can get it done and make it to the NCAA tournament. Well, that's what my belief is, that we're going to make it to the NCAA tournament. So that's the goal, and I, ho- I think we're going to reach it. Coach Lacombe was on the show, and he said there's actually a chance that you may have three years to play here instead of the two. Um, is there been a resolution to that, or, or if there hasn't been, when do you expect to have a resolution to know exactly how many years you have to play? Uh, we, we are doing an appeal for it right now, so basically we're in the process. So after you know all that gets done, then I'll know. But hopefully I get three. I'm supposed to get three because my freshman year was redshirted. So hopefully I get the third year. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, so and as we mentioned, you've been at some other schools. How, how does how does BYU and this program compare to other places you've been? Uh, it's different. It's, you know, more on player development and getting the player better. And, you know, just building team chemistry is more of a, like a, a family over here, I feel. And it's more like team oriented, so that's that's basically the difference. You're from Harvey, Louisiana. What's the best thing about Harvey, Louisiana? Uh, just the people, culture. Um, it's it's a lot of different from a lot of other places, and people they they love each other there. I mean, they so they friendly. They're friendly like here, and you know the food and stuff is good. Everybody a family. And that's outside New Orleans. Yeah. So when BYU plays LSU, is there going to be a, in football? Is there going to be a conflict of interest there for you? Uh, nah, no conflict. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So when you're not playing basketball, what do you what do you like to do? Uh, play the game, chill, listen to music. What what kind of music do you like? Uh, I like all type of hip hop, rap. Who specifically? Uh, Lil Wayne, Meek Mill. Uh. I like a lot of rappers. It's, it's, it's a lot. I, I can't name all of them at once, but Meek, I like a variety of them. Meek Mill. So if if you get a if you get a huge dunk or something, you're gonna stir the pot a little bit, like James Harden. Are we gonna uh, see that? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Depending depending on how I go. You get in the kitchen there. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. What do you love more than basketball? Family. That's it. Family comes before anything, I believe. Other than basketball, family. Yeah. So what are the next couple of months then before the season starts? What are you hoping to accomplish personally? Uh, personally, I just want to get in the best shape that I can because, you know, the altitude is different. So right now it's just a kind of an adjustment for me. I get tired fast. So getting in the best shape as possible is, is big for me because once I'm in the best shape, I feel like I can do a lot of things. So that's basically the goal for me right now.
How many days in did you realize, oh, we're at 4,500 feet of elevation? Man, I'm still still struggling with it right now. <laughs> still a, um, Two weeks? Yeah. 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 No, nah, it's a week and a half right now, going on two weeks. So um, hopefully by the end of this week, you know, I get adjusted with it and, you know, do better. Who's the guy in best shape on the team, in your opinion, right now? Uh, I would say Nick. Nick run all day. The dude don't never stop. What do you think of his – what's better, his uh, in-shapeness, if you will, or his beard? <laughs> his in-shapeness. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the non-conference schedule was released just a couple of days ago. I don't know if you've had a chance to really look at it, but, I mean, obviously you know the teams that you'll play in conference. What are your thoughts on some of the teams that you'll get to face this year? Uh, I'm very excited. I'm um, excited to play against those teams, just ready to, you know, get there and get it started. So. As a, I imagine LSU fan growing up in, in New Orleans, you're playing Alabama, but in hoops. Yeah. That, that yeah, that's you? big for me, yeah. yeah. It's exciting, for real. Looking forward to that. Has, has anybody uh, amongst the team, have you guys discussed the fact that, uh, that you guys get to host Utah this year? Has that been discussed at all? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big rivalry, I heard. So um, I don't think they played them last year, but everybody looking forward to playing them this year. And they say it's basically going to bring both of the cities out, and it's going to be a big one, so. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, drama there. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. So, little drama with the rivalry never hurts. So. Yeah. Well, Kajon, it's great to have you at BYU. We're very excited that you joined the BYU basketball family as well. Uh, we'd love to get your uh, autograph, if we could, during the break uh, or right now, uh, if you have a second. Our flag over here. Yeah. Right. No, no pressure. Yoli Childs is the tallest one there. So, uh, you can send it do anywhere what you, want. you want. Anywhere you want. You could, you could right. be the one on the low, whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Tejon Brown, newest BYU Cougar, part of uh, eight newcomers on this BYU basketball team. They are practicing right now. Uh, Cougar tip-off, October 25th, first game November 11th. Of course, Utah in the Marriott Center December 16th. Basketball. Hey, we're talking about the football season coming up quick. It's not going to be too long for the basketball That's season exactly here, too. Right. That's exactly right. Coming up, does David Nixon think this BYU linebacker group's better than Brian Keel, Matt Bauman, and himself in 08? We'll ask him. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Oh, yes. Welcome back. Jeremy Jordan, Jason Shepard, and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. People, it's 2017, so if you don't catch this program or any of the other offerings here, it's on demand anytime, anywhere, baby. In fact, if you missed our interview with uh, Kajon Brown, the newest BYU basketball player, talking about what he can bring to this year's team, you could catch that interview and more on the BYU TV or the BYU radio apps, or you could simply download the podcast. I like him. Kids love the podcasts. Yes, they do. And the 30 year I'm excited about what he kids. can bring. Yes. Uh, new look BYU team again. In fact, we have a couple of posters around the office two years ago. None of the players on that poster are on this team. <laughs> and then last year's team had the, it, the poster had everybody on there, and there ain't new guys. So new look BYU basketball. Cannot wait for that. I'm also a sucker for a Southern accent. That, that, that's Oh, yeah. I love, I, love, I love the Southern accent. No, it is great to have a guy like Kajon Brown here. Fantastic. I love it. The, the, the more diverse we can get with the roster, the better. Awesome. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Eric Mika received another DNP, did not play. In yesterday's Miami Heat win over the Clippers in the Vegas Summer League, Miami faces Memphis tomorrow, 6 Eastern. Mika's played in one of the Heat's five games so far in Vegas. Hopefully he gets a little more run. Absolutely. Daniel Summerhays tied for 16th place at the John Deere Classic after shooting 500 yesterday. Summerhays will tee off today at 1.20 Eastern time. Also, Zach Blair, he is minus two today through 16, uh, minus one overall for the tournament, which is good for 
67th. He's tied for 67th. Since it's the John Deere Classic, I really hope that Jerry Sloan is there. Alohi Robbins-Hardy <laughs> and the USA Volleyball Collegiate National Team advanced to the finals of the European Global Challenge with two wins yesterday in Croatia. Team USA will face the Mountain West Conference team in the championship match what today. Frank Thompson will be there. One Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> to get, he's getting his hair done. So yeah. <laughs> Ashley Hatch and the North Carolina Courage play tomorrow at one thirty Eastern time, taking on the Portland Thorns FC. Speaking of Portland, hit it! Countdown to the Vikings. 43 days. And do you know one of the greats, if not the greatest, number 43 in BYU football history? We couldn't get him, but here to replace him today is David Nixon. David, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. I was really good. That guy went over 43, so I'm glad to be second place on the uh, all-time 43 list. We did feature you, uh, and credit to Zach Hicken, one of our uh, student production assistants, in the countdown video, we, which is new this year, which is awesome on Twitter. You were the featured guy for number 43 hey, it was a, video on Twitter. It was an honor. You know, still is an honor. Um, I did have a couple people mention that Zach dropped the ball on not including my TCU play from 06. Um, but maybe Zach was like, hey, it everyone already knows that play. You know what? I don't even – it was on Versus. Who yeah. knows if we even have that one? I'll so somebody honest. else responded. Somebody I'll else on, on Twitter responded and said, hey, I'm just so glad we don't have to watch games on Versus. And I said, I think myself – or I think every day that I don't have to watch Versus or The Mountain in standard def – television where you can't even make out the numbers yeah. i have family members that are like i can't even find you on the screen i'm like yeah standard def that's probably why. isn't it wild we watched it for that long isn't it wild that the score wasn't on the screen like prior to the 90s the isn't, it, isn't it wild that only 10 people could watch the games like, that's i think <laughs> the wild though. yeah <laughs> i love how this is what we're complaining yeah. about <laughs> we have so many problems so many problems yeah all right our twitter question what do you know about the upcoming uh, 2017 BYU football team. If we ask you that question, David Nixon, what do you know today? Man, uh, I know that we have a lot of playmakers. Um, I know that uh, you've got a strong, stout defense that that BYU will be able to roll out. And we have a short quarterback that we know what we're going to get from Tanner, right? Uh, We know what to expect from him. Although I think this year, I think you'll see a different Tanner than we saw those first two years, especially compared to his freshman year. Uh, you know, this is, a, this is a guy that was able to sit on the bench last year behind Taysom and learn the entire offense from Ty, a, new, a brand new offense that is. And I think he'll be able to come in and implement it. And he, he's, he now knows where the receivers are going to be. He knows how to read and go through his progressions. So I think you're going to see a much more developed Tanner Mangum, just the same way as John Beck. I mean, John Beck made huge leaps and strides between his sophomore and junior year. And I think uh, BYU fans will see the same from Tanner this year. You know, and, and I've made this point the last couple of days this week. You know, we talk so much in terms of the Tanner Mangum and the, and the new offense with Ty Detmer. We make so much of what Tanner has to do to know Ty's system. But another year also gives Ty an opportunity to know more about Tanner and, and play to his strengths as well. 100%. Even, and even last year when Taysom was starting and Taysom was running the team, Tanner was still at practice, and Ty was able to see him go through the second team reps, and he understands his, his strengths and his weaknesses. And so you're right. Ty's had the entire offseason now. You know, you go back to his last year, Ty was still trying to get – moved here. He was still trying to get stuff implemented. They, were, they kind of were trying to catch up on recruiting. Uh, but he's had this whole offseason to sit back and really look at, like I said, look at Tanner's strengths and weaknesses and try to cater this offense around to, to just that. Former BYU linebacker and NFL linebacker David Nixon is in studio on BYU Sports Nation. Yesterday we asked about questions to going into the season. What are some of the questions that you have going into fall camp? My biggest thing is depth. 
you, when you look at the schedule, you know, we all know the starters. We know the Warners. We, we know, uh, you know, who we're going to have at court with Tanner and the running backs. We understand that's going to be a shuffle. Um, and offensive line, we understand we've got good, you know, good depth there. But depth overall, secondary, defensive line, linebackers. Uh, because when you look at the schedule and how brutal the schedule is, your depth's going to be tested. When you're playing LSU, your twos better be ready. They're going to be coming in in a couple series to give those you know, first stringers a, a rest. And, and then you look at Utah. I mean, you hope that BYU has a depth because no question guys are going to get banged up against LSU. You hope it doesn't happen, but a couple guys are going to get nicked up. And so you, then you come home, you play your rival the very next week. And if you don't have that depth developed, if you don't have those guys that are locked in and ready, I mean, that Utah game, man, that could be a tough game if you have a couple guys go down, right? And then Wisconsin. I think emotionally <laughs> and physically, that's going to be And then just another crazy. top 10 team in the country coming to your house. Yeah, it's not that big. No, exactly. You've got to have depth. And, and so that's my biggest thing is we've seen a lot of guys transfer to BYU. We've seen a lot of missionaries come home that were, were big-time players pre-mission. Um, and, and so now the question is, can those guys get in shape? And where do those guys fall within the depth chart, right? Where, where are these guys going to step in and who can come contribute? And who on, those, on that second team can really push those first stringers, right, uh, for that starting job and, and, and push those guys to kind of make, make them uh, get better every day, right, and not make them complacent. And I remember that was, that was some of the best parts of my career whenever you had myself and Keel and we had Kelly Papinga that backed us up uh, sophomore year, Chris Bolden, guys like that, that they pushed you. They pushed you to be better. And even though – we had our starting role cemented. We always knew that, hey, if we slip up, we got a guy in the wings waiting, and that's what this team needs. They need some guys that can push the, start, the starters but also be there for that depth that if hopefully not, knock on wood, you know, hopefully nothing happens, but if it does, uh, you got guys can step right in and you don't see a huge drop-off. We're less than two weeks away from the start of fall camp. Oof. What is this time Wait, like? Wait, say, say that again. How many, how many weeks? Less 13 than days. Oh. 13 days 13 to be days. precise. Oh. With 13 days to go before the start of camp, what are the players – going through right now so this is your downtime you, you you're now done lifting you'll you'll go out there and condition and run because you don't want to lose that right but anything you lift from here on out is is not going to help you come season time i mean your your body needs a rest and and guys usually these last two weeks you are completely off it's like go on vacation get out of here you know do some conditioning make sure you're not just sitting around doing absolutely nothing but you want your body to be fresh going into the, into the season. So, yeah, you shouldn't be lifting weights. Um, you know, guys, have, they've done the player run practices. They've been around all summer. Uh, and so it's now time to kind of clear the mind and get ready for the season because in 13 days, you're, you're strapped on that helmet, and a few days later, you're strapping on full pads, and it's full go. Mm, cannot wait. A guy that's of interest to BYU fans that's getting ready to go as well soon is Taysom Hill, mm-hmm. your brother-in-law with the Green Bay Packers. What's the latest with Taysom? Yeah, uh, we're actually golfing today. So he's, he's kind of in the same boat as all the BYU players. They're, you know, pro camp starts here in a couple weeks for him as well. So he's kind of enjoying his time off. He works out every morning, but then he's kind of enjoying the time off because here in a couple weeks it starts up for him. So he's, uh, he's excited. He's in a great situation. He's going to battle it out for that third-string spot. Um, and, and we were talking about before, but the great thing about Green Bay is you got a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, who is a, is, a, is a veteran, proven. There's nothing for him to do in the preseason. So what that does is that allows some extra reps for the younger guys, for the backups. And uh, they don't have to name the 53 until later this exactly, year. Exactly, so yeah, that's one of the newer. Before, you're going to have potentially. You still have pretty much everybody on the roster, yeah. yeah. And, and, so, and typically they keep the quarterbacks all the way through the last cut anyways because they, they need quarterbacks for the, those last few preseason games. But, uh, yeah, he'll get, he'll get some great reps preseason. If, and if hopefully it works out for him in Green Bay, but if it doesn't, the great thing about a situation is because he gets so many reps, you know, he'll get some good film out there. And uh, if it doesn't work out there, then I imagine there'll be some other 
other teams calling and he'll be able to step in there. So uh, exciting times for him for sure. And, and all the other players that got drafted or were undrafted last year for BYU. It's a fun time of the year for fans of ours to, to follow them throughout camp and in their preseason games to see what their stats were uh, because they're all vying for a job right now. Take us through what an NFL training camp is like. Because oh, we, you know, obviously we see it removed. You know, we see it on, on shows and, and highlights and things. But it, it looks brutal. The NFL training camp is the hardest thing in the world, I will say. Um, and it's, it's so much different from college because college, if you're, the, if you're a starter, you, your job's not being taken, right? But as, a, as an NFL guy, I always say it's tough physically because you're battling against the best guys in the world. Uh, it's tough mentally because you're cramming this playbook that's pretty extensive in the NFL. You're cramming this down every day. They're adding on to the playbook. But I think the biggest thing is emotionally because every day – your job's on the line, but not only that, but every day you go into work and your, your best friend was cut yesterday. You didn't even know about it. And then you're walking to the, the practice facility and there they're working out five linebackers or five, you know, a couple quarterbacks. They're working out guys and looking to see, okay, who can we cut this next week that we can bring in from somebody else off the street? <laughs> so emotionally, it is very tough, but it's also, it's also a lot of fun. When you put on that helmet that has that shield on it, that NFL shield, there's nothing that beats that, and it's a pretty cool feeling. So uh, that's what all those guys are, are about to experience. It's a, it's a trip of a lifetime. And uh, I remember my days playing the NFL was, was a blast. And uh, it gets me excited for those guys like Taysom and others that uh, had the opportunity. And kind of, we get to see what happens with this, see if they can take advantage of it. So the quarterback depth, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, your starter. Brett Hundley, you're pretty solid number two, right? Yeah. So then it's, I think his name's Joe Callahan. Yep. So, so you carry two. There used to be three guys on the sideline, but now there's only two, right, in Typic- games? Typically two. Uh, the Packers are a little different because if you recall last year, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. He, he hurt his calf, and they were scrambling to find that third-string guy because Joe Callahan, who's the third string right now, had left and got picked up on another team, and so they were scrambling. So uh, word is that this year they're going to probably carry at least three on the roster. That's good for um, Which is good. Yeah, that third string will most likely be the scout team quarterback during the season as well, but he'll be on the roster and you get those checks. So that's, that's kind of all that so, matters. So he's basically battling, battling with Joe Callahan to exactly. make the team. To make the team. Yeah, to make yeah. the team. So it's, he's, he's in a good spot. And I – Listen, when, when Taysom's in a battle, I, uh, I'll put my money on him. I think uh, he's got a good shot. So it'll, it'll be fun to see how that all plays out. I'm actually headed out for the last preseason game they have against the Rams. Um, and go watch him out there and see how he does. So it'll be, it'll be a fun ride for the next month or so. Hey, as long as you're back from countdown to kickoff, everything's cool, man. <laughs> I checked with you. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's you all did. good. Yes, you uh, did. It's all it good. It is Jerem approved. <laughs> it is Jerem approved. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a good employee. <laughs> he was like, hey, are you cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Just be back. It's not really a big game either versus, you know, LSU Just a minor, or whatever. Minor yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we appreciate the time. Can't wait to uh, get ready for fall camp. We'll check in with you. Yeah, it was fun. We uh, started at fire here in a couple of weeks as well. So right. f- football's here, man. Woo! Ready to go. Let's go. Our Twitter question. What do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team right now? At Seat Eric, the defense has the potential to be one of the greatest BYU has ever put on the field. They're going to be good. Yes, Will they be one of the greats? We shall see. Coming up, your tweets. What do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team? Including another fourth and 19 mention. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I'm Jerem Jordan. He's Jason Shepard, live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV if you missed it in the morning at 6 Eastern time. You can also catch all of the BYU Sports Nation interviews like uh, Kajon Brown, who we had on, David Nixon, uh, all on the BYU TV Sports YouTube page as well. So during the break... uh, 
It, it, it became 10. Yeah, I'm going to tweet, I'm gonna tweet this out. I'm tweeting this out right now while we're talking about it. So 10-43-43. Why is that significant? 43 days until BYU and Portland State. And we had number 43 David Nixon in here at 10-43-43. I think this is not a coincidence. I think It's this, not a coincidence. It's meant to be. That one day, and you're tweeting as we speak. I'm literally tweeting. I mean, I have to go though. I did the photo burst. Yes, yes. So you had so, to sl- go. Yeah. So I need it. to make sure yeah. I get. Uh, make sure I get the correct photo. Yes. So while uh, while you do that, yes. Our Twitter question: What do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team right now? Let's get to your tweets on the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At McMinn5, biggest known, BYU will not run a fake punt on 4th and 19 in the home hey. opener. Hashtag 4th hey. and no more. Come on. They, that, Come now, on. now, that is a 4th and no more tweet. So we, we don't give a red. We just give a yellow. You did bring it up. <laughs> We're uh, obligated to do that, but that is funny. And we remind you of our campaign, Johnny Linehan, 4th and no more. I love our, our campaign. <laughs> So, so I go through Wendy's last night. They have a four-for-four four deal. So I said, hey, can I get a foe-for-foe? Foe? It took the guy like 20 seconds. I finally just gave it and said, dude, I'm saying four-for-four. Four. <laughs> if I have to explain it. Can I get a foe-for-foe? Foe? If I have to explain it, it's Some not barbecue fun sauce. anymore. Yeah, yeah. So epic fail. All right. By the way, that has been tweeted out. Good job. On my, at JSN Shep, I'm sure that uh, at BYU Sports Nation will retweet. If not, I, please retweet. <laughs> Help me with some followers. That was a little Moral desperate. victory. Yes. <laughs> a second tweet by at McMinn5. Hold up. I was just told Johnny Linehan's still on the team. Please disregard my tweet <laughs> <clears throat> about 4th and 19 is known. So we will rescind yes. said yellow card. We have no, no, here, so, so, you in? Yeah. Yep, I, I like it. I don't have a uh, breast pocket, so yeah. my bad. At R. Greenha, we will be good in the trenches. Defensive line is a question for me. I'm, offensively, that is not a question for right. me. But defensive line, that is a question for me. But well, I mean, uh, you, you at our greenhouse, thinks D line will be good. Yeah, I mean, you you lose some some pretty heavy hitters from your defensive line. There's no question about it. Yes. Uh, let's see, Travis Tuiloma, Logan Tale, Sai Tautu, Harvey Longy. Those are some big names. Yeah, those are some really big names. Yeah, I I wouldn't go as far as saying we know. We expect guys to be able to step in to fill those shoes. Yeah, I I don't know who yet. Who's going to be the big? sack leader on this team who's going to be the guy i don't know I, i'm excited to figure that out uh there will be at least three defensive players that will have 20 sacks apiece <laughs> in college football no 1994 i know this 1994 i know this you know this i know this wow wow hmm? no oh through the blue goggles yeah no. yeah 20 <laughs> sacks are you serious right now miles garrett's really? like that's yeah thank you david Nixon, who just joined us at joseph ha and no, it's Joseph Ah, 86. BYU will continue with an amazing defense while looking awesome in more royal blue. Yeah. What do you mean more royal blue? We don't know of any game they're wearing royal blue at this point. We don't know jersey. We don't know jersey anything, actually. Last year, we knew. We don't? I don't think we do. I thought we did. What games? I, 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 I don't think we know no, any. You're probably right. Do we know any? Am I off on this? I don't think we know any jersey situation for the season yet. Yeah, I, I guess we don't. I guess I just typically was like, "All right, we're gonna." It's been announced. We'll look into this, and hopefully, remember to tell you. <laughs> uh, at uh, Educator Jones, quote: "The greatest knowledge is to know that you know nothing." End quote. <laughs> that is from Socrates in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
<laughs> Socrates, tell the princesses hello. Be excellent to each other. Let me tell you, That's when you can, amazing. when you can combine a great '80s flick yes. and learn about history. That's win-win, people. It's win-win. Check. At YFangirl underscore JB. So great. <laughs> I know they have the potential and the schedule for this to be a great season. Listen, this schedule is really challenging. The opportunity is there. Should you get one of LSU or Wisconsin, kind of make a little run here, go three and two at least in the Furious Five, that you can do some damage, man. I don't see BYU doing any damage unless they're – 11 and 2 in the regular season. Like 10 and 3 you're you're sneaking into the rankings there. That'd be awesome. 10 and 3 would be awesome. I'm expecting 9 and 4 in the regular season. It, it it's all predicated on how you do in the Furious 5 games. Yes, it is. That sets that sets the table for what is possible win-loss wise. Riddle me this. The other 8 will be why you win all 8 of those. Cuz I see it possible that there's a slip up. Oh, okay, now you're donning the blue goggles. Yes, they will. All 8. I think it's not. I think it's reasonable to think that BYU will win all eight. It's very possible. But East Carolina, yep. after Mississippi State, going all the way back, and then Hawaii is going to be just because something's possible Hawaii doesn't mean a, it's going to happen. Okay? Right? It's possible, absolutely. But Hawaii is a huge trap game. That is in a bowl-like okay, situation. Look, you, I, everybody says I'm just not Nick see- Rolovich. I am not seeing that as a trap game. How I'm do you? Not. How do you not? It's the week, it's week thirteen. It's week of I Thanksgiving. Know, I just am, you're you're mailing you know, like it in because you're nine and three already, probably or eight and four. This coaching staff will not let anybody mail it. I'm in. not talking about the coaches. I'm talking about the players who are a little sunburnt, and it's Thanksgiving week, and they are a little chill. That is a trap game. Definition at Greg Rosenhan. You can hear the players on the beach as we speak. Listen to this one. Ah, Calypso. Uh, at Greg Rosenheim. Neil Trump. <laughs> yeah. They are 100% committed to Kalani and his staff. I also know that Coke is better than Pepsi. Well, that's your opinion. Cola smack. That's your opinion. Okay. Keep the Twitter question answers coming. What do you think you know about 2017 BYU football team right now? Coming up. Steel drum again. <laughs> Can we use that going to break? Eric Mika, DNP Watch. Daniel Summerhays is crushing it on the PGA Tour and Colt Mahoney's quality outing in the minors. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Today, Kajon Brown, David Nixon, good stuff from those guys. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it, baby! Indeed. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the NBA. Eric Mika received another DMP coach's decision in yesterday's Miami Heat win over the LA Clippers in the Vegas Summer League. Miami faces Memphis tomorrow at 6 Eastern. Mika has played in one of the Heat's five games so far in Vegas. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays is tied for 15th place in the John Deere Classic after shooting 500 yesterday. Summerhays tees off today at 1.20 Eastern time. No, it's actually relevant. Stop that. Zach Blair, two under today through 17, one over overall, tied for 67th. The cut expected to be at one under. Back to you. Volleyball. Aloe Robbins Hardy and the USA Volleyball Collegiate National Team advanced to the finals of the European Global Challenge with two victories yesterday in Croatia. Team USA will face the Mountain West Conference team in the championship match today at 1 p.m. Eastern time. They go all the way to Croatia to play Mountain West Conference. Soccer. I thought BYU was trying to avoid that. <laughs> Just kidding. BYU plays six Mountain West Conference teams football. Ashley Hatch in the North Carolina Courage play tomorrow, 1.30 Eastern, against the Portland Thorns. 
FC. Cougars in the minors. Colton Mahoney pitched six innings, giving up seven hits, zero earned runs, and striking out six in a two-to-one loss for the Greensboro Grasshoppers versus the Columbia Fireflies. Baseball. Brendan Lund, by the way, 2-4-7-1 win for the Inland Empire 66ers. Keaton Kringlin, 3-for-4, three, three RBIs. Daniel Schneeman, 1-for-4. As the St. Cloud, Cloud Racks beat the Euclair Express, 5-4. Men's basketball. Team Fredette will take on Team Utah this in is amazing. the tournament tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch the game on the Watch ESPN app. Mm. Golf. Patrick Fishburne currently in second place. Kelton Hirsch is tied for third. CJ Lee tied for 11th in the Utah State Amateur Championships. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who get it? How about we give it to... Aloe Robbins Hardy. Mm. They're in a championship match. Representing Team USA, taking on the fighting hairdos of the Mountain West Conference. Good <laughs> luck. What do you think you know about the 2017 BYU football team right now? At Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94. The obvious. We have one of the best, if not the best, linebacking corpse in the nation. We also have an elite quarterback and one dope punter. I wouldn't put Tanner Mangum in the elite category quite yet. Uh, He's really good. Don't yes. get me wrong. At uh, Vietti underscore Brett, it says can wait for Portland State. I'm assuming it's can't. Wait, did you mean can't wait? I, I'm ass- can't I, hardly wait. Can't not wait? Can't hardly wait. Good movie, yeah. by the way. Can't not wait. Yeah, we're going to go with Double can't minute. wait for Portland State. Go Cougars. And our elite tweet of the day, at Lemonation. This year's BYU defense is going to be stellar. Lost some key players, but I think those returning will keep it at a high level. Keep the tweets coming throughout the day. Great stuff to yep. everybody. Conversation continuing on Twitter 24-7. Don't forget, when you tweet, use the hashtag BYUSN, the show Great on music. demand on BYUSN.com. Man, this, this taste, smell, sounds like a trap game to me. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Mike Maxwell. BYU Sports Nation will be back at it at noon Eastern time. It's July, baby. Have a great weekend. Take it easy. We will be back. And just lay out on the beach right now. The last week without fall camp or football next week.